0: Hey there. Welcome to Radio Face. As always, my name is Daniel Trinum and I will be your host. It is truly an honor that you have decided to tune in for today's episode, and I hope that you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed creating it. Before we begin today's episode, I want to let you know that this show is in no way affiliated with the other show that I host, The Third Seat. However, if you'd like to check out The Third Seat, then you can find the information and links for it in the description of today's episode. I think you will really enjoy it as well, so I highly recommend you check it out. Along with this, you can find all other links to my social media accounts, as well as any necessary information for any guests that may join me on the show or myself down in the description of today's episode. With all that being said, I want to thank you again for listening in to today's episode. Now let's jump into the conversation. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum. I will be your host for this episode as always. Um, And yeah, thank you just for tuning into this episode. Today is going to be another iteration of this small series where it's just me uh, titled Sincerely Yours Truly, where I'm going to be just talking about different things that uh, just that I've been wanting to talk about, some things that I have thoughts on, um, and hopefully you all enjoy it and find it interesting. So, um, let's just go ahead and jump into it then. Uh, I don't think there's any really any major personal updates or anything. Um, so yeah, we'll just go ahead and jump into it. So for a little bit of like context for what I want to talk about today. Um, so I work and live here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, and I work at, at, uh, I work at an accounting firm here in town and not to go too in, in deep with the job responsibilities of what I do and, uh, just what I do on a day-to-day basis regarding my job. Um, but to put it lightly, uh, a big part of my job requires me to, uh, do like it requires me to research different individuals and to uh, you know pick different candidates, I guess would be the right word. Not that I, I don't hire or fire people, but uh, picking different candidates for different things and just basically uh, researching people out in the public to see if they would be a good candidate for the things that uh, I do. I work in marketing, so I interact with the public a lot. Uh, I do things that are in the public eye regarding the company a lot, and so uh, I do I work alongside individuals that, uh, you know, they're also in the marketing department. I do a lot of things that, uh, you know, affect the company in a sense out, out in the open, if that makes sense. And so, um, a big part of what I, of what I do is I, I re like I said, I research people. I use uh, social media a lot to find different individuals for different reasons. And, (laughs) For better or for worse, um, one of the social media platforms that I use to research people and to find, you know, people that might be good candidates for, um, to find people that might be good candidates for, uh, you know, like at at work, I host a podcast. I also host a podcast at work, at work called The Third Seat. Go check it out. Um, But, you know, I will... Research and see if people uh, on LinkedIn and on different social media sites are good candidates to be on the show. And uh, one of those one of those sites, for better or for worse, is LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is something that I've had for a while. Uh, I've I've had it for years now, but I never really I haven't used it to the fullest extent that I use it now up until the point when whenever the podcast at work started. Um, and LinkedIn is a, is an interesting, if you're on the outside looking in at LinkedIn, it can be very easy to be like, what, what is this, what is this thing? You know, because you look at, you know, you look at a, like Facebook, you look at Twitter, Instagram, by and large, I mean, they do it in different ways, but they are social media platforms for people just to share their lives. Uh, you know, Facebook, it wasn't the original social media, but it was kind of the original one that really took off, uh, and became, you know, the, the foundation of what social media is now. And it's essentially just a place for people to put their thoughts in on anything. They can post pictures, they can, uh, post their thoughts on different things. It's, it's a way for people to share their lives. Um, and then whenever, you know, like I was in high school, um, Twitter was really big. And I mean, it's, I guess it still is to this day. I don't use Twitter anymore, um, personally, but Twitter is still pretty big. Uh, currently there's the whole saga going on with Elon and Twitter. And so that's, that's, um, that definitely keeps Twitter in the news. Um, and then you have, uh, Instagram and you know, there are other social media platforms. I'm not going to act like those are the only ones, um, but those are kind of the major ones, in my opinion. Uh, TikTok has really come up nowadays, and and you know it's it's a whole other uh, monster in and of itself. Uh, but still, I mean, TikTok is also a place for people to share their lives and to share insight into what they do uh, and just just post things about their life as they see fit. LinkedIn is a. Social media platform, yes, but it's entirely different in in theme than uh, than the other ones. The best way to equate LinkedIn, I think, is probably pretty similar to, I would say, Facebook uh, in in the way it feels, you know, using it, um, because it's it's you can you know post long or short form, you can uh, connect quote unquote with people. And like, you know, on Facebook, you become friends with someone instead of becoming friends, you quote unquote connect with someone on LinkedIn. And the idea with LinkedIn is, um, instead of connecting with someone or, you know, in the, in the instance of Facebook, becoming friends with someone, instead of doing that just for the sake of doing it, the idea is that you're supposed to be able to, approach these connections from more of a business, uh, or professional mindset, uh, of, you know, on Facebook, you may just add someone as a friend because you know them on LinkedIn. You're supposed to connect with them because you may work with them or because you might want to get to know them more and understand what they do as a job. Or, uh, you know, you may have an, a business idea that you want to share with them. It's all built upon this idea that these connections are, um, these connections are made to uh, these connections are made to expand your network uh, and that's a I laugh a little bit when I say that because uh, the term network and networking has just been ingrained into my head from my years in school uh, but and so so LinkedIn if, if you're not if you're not if you're not in the you know if you don't use LinkedIn all the time LinkedIn can seem like an odd kind of thing to look at from the outside looking in. Um, my dad actually one time, shout out to my dad, he's probably, hopefully he's listening to this. Um, he texted me one time and was like, or he texted me or called me and he was like, hey, um, do you use LinkedIn? And I said, yeah, I do. And he said, what what is it exactly? And I kind of gave him the rundown of everything I've been describing so far and told him, you know, what it is, what it's about. And for context, I mean, my dad, he's been working in the same career field for, uh, decades now. He is a physician. He's been working in the, you know, at the same place for a long time. He's very well established. He knows what he's doing. You know, uh, he, he's not to my understanding, he's not looking for a job change anytime soon. And so he asked me, he was like, is this something that you think would be beneficial for me to look into? And I told him, I said, you know, it's up to him at the end of the day. Uh, I told him, I was like, it's, it's up to you, but I don't think for him it would make sense just because uh, I don't see him needing to expand his network, quote unquote, or make these connections. You know, uh, he, he's at a point where he's not really trying to. I don't think he's trying to start a business anytime soon. I don't think he's trying to, uh, you know, ex- just expand his network for you know one reason or another or another. He's more just trying to continue his career, work where he works, and get better at what he does. And so that's why I say for each individual, it's going to be different. For me, my job doesn't necessitate it, um, but where I'm at in my career, the work that I do, it's very beneficial for me to have this kind of online presence Uh, an ability to meet new people, to connect with people, uh, and to learn more about what they do from a professional standpoint. However, if I was towards the latter years of my career and was just trying to finish it out and wasn't really trying to bring on exponential growth or wasn't trying to connect with new individuals, there's not really a huge reason for you to be on LinkedIn, in my opinion. Along with this, um, (laughs) LinkedIn is a, the reason why I said at the beginning of this, I'm on LinkedIn for better or for worse is because LinkedIn is definitely a two, two sided sword, uh, or or double edged sword, I guess is the way it goes. Um, in the sense that the, the pros of LinkedIn is that you really can meet a lot of new people that you would not meet otherwise, or I, I say meet loosely. I mean, a lot of these people that I connect with on LinkedIn, I don't meet them in person, Uh, but still it it can be very, it's much easier to find people in a similar field that you work in or like, you know, say you're, let's say for instance, you are starting a bakery in town and you want to get connected with other bakers in town, or you want to get connected with people that are looking to become bakers in town. You just want to get more ingrained in, in that circle. LinkedIn is a great way to do that because you can search people by location and by their profession, by the work that they do. And in that sense, LinkedIn, I think is a great tool. I think it's a great way for people to, uh, you know, become more ingrained in the, uh, in the professional feet fi- in different professional fields. It allows them to learn more about the fields that they want to potentially work in or be a part of. And, you know, I think that that is really a great way. I I think LinkedIn can be a great tool in that regard. If you're, if you truly want to learn more about different fields, if you want to learn more about, uh, you know, different people in different, uh, professional fields in your area or in different areas, or if you're just wanting to meet new people, you know, whatever, I think LinkedIn is a great tool for that. However, um, I've had this conversation with mine, with my, uh, now fiance, uh, many times LinkedIn is such a, on, on the downside, LinkedIn can be such a just cesspool of some of the most insufferable people. And I, I I'm being very harsh, but I'll, I'll explain what I mean here in just a minute. Some of the most, in my opinion, insufferable parts of social media you will you'll will ever encounter because since LinkedIn is a platform that prioritizes it's different you know from like other social medias in the sense that you're not just posting about your life but you're posting about your work and inherently with the structure of work that we we all live and work in um, we are incentivized to do better we are incentivized to uh, compete with our fellow peers we are incentivized to uh, exceed expectations and to go higher than those around us, which isn't a terrible thing, but it can very easily lead to individuals to have inflated egos. It can allow them to have uh, just massive pride, amounts of pride. Um, and the way I dub it is LinkedIn can very quickly become a spitting contest with all that are involved very, very quickly. And just like any other, you know, I mentioned TikTok earlier. TikTok has become notorious for its algorithm. LinkedIn is the same way. Um, it has a algorithm, from what I can tell, that definitely incentivizes people to uh, post about how they. Uh, it, it's it's hard to describe, but you'll have individuals who try to make everything some pseudo motivational post about how. Uh, so, you know, different, uh, you'll have, let me, let me, let me back up a little bit. You'll have individuals who will post things and it will be these like pseudo motivational posts, or you'll have individuals who, uh, want to post about the fact that they are just these great businessmen or great businesswomen who are, are just killing the game all the time. When at times, you know, they, it can come off as, somewhat of a humble brag, or it can come off as very, very egotistical. It's a platform that rewards individuals to, it rewards individuals to talk about themselves and talk about their own personal uh, achievements, which aren't always bad things. I'm not saying we can't ever talk about the things that we're proud of, but you can see how it can quickly divulge into, oh, look how great I am. Look how great we are um, you know, if you're not doing this, then you're doing it wrong. If you're doing things this way, then you're, you're doing it wrong. It can very quickly divulge into that. And that is the thing that, uh, has led me to talk about what I want to talk about today. Because if you, um, if you use LinkedIn, you know, and I'll, you don't have to download LinkedIn to see this, but I'll, I'll try to describe it for you. On LinkedIn, there is a, uh, like a a headlines tab, similar to other, other social media websites where it'll tell you about the biggest stories as of late and the biggest stories in the world. And I remember one day I was using LinkedIn and I was just looking around at different people and doing different things on it. And I saw one of the headlines and it said, uh, something about this guy who, and, and and before I do anything, um, I don't think anyone would do this. That's listening to this podcast, but just as a disclaimer, um, don't, if you're listening to this, don't, don't take, uh, this as a reason to go and like harass this individual or as a reason to go and bash this individual I'm going to talk about. Um, I'm sure they're a nice person. I'm sure they mean well. And I would imagine that if they were in the room with me right now, they would, uh, be an individual that's nice to be around and, uh, is someone that I would get along with, but, uh, I'm everything I'm going to say from this point on is from a humble point of view of, of critique. And hopefully I can offer, uh, not just critique, but I can also offer some, uh, some, some solutions for the future. I don't want to just be an individual individual that says, Oh, this is a bad thing. And then not offer any ways to hopefully remedy that problem. I want to be someone who can, uh, point out an issue, point out a problem and uh, and hopefully in the future, or hopefully offer a solution for this problem in the future. So, I was scrolling through LinkedIn and I saw a I saw a tab for uh, one of the headlines that described the quote unquote crying CEO. Now, at first, when I saw this, I was I was just curious. I was like, okay, what is I mean, what, what's this all about? And I clicked on it, and this this happened about a um, about a month ago, as of the time of this recording. Um, about a month ago, so you know this isn't like breaking news or anything, but um, it was basically this this guy. His name is Braden Wallachy, I think is how you say it, and um, he is the CEO of a company called Hypersocial. Um, now I don't know exactly what. Hyper Social does, um, but from what I can find online, it is a Columbus, Ohio-based marketing services firm. Um, and I mean that can mean a lot of things, uh, but I would imagine it's some kind of online marketing firm, something to that degree. And um, basically, what happened is he had a link. He ha- had a LinkedIn account, and he posted something uh, on LinkedIn that had just gone just. Ballistically viral. I mean, it just was everywhere. Uh, at least on LinkedIn. I, I don't know how well, how you know, how much this translated into other social medias. But again, since I was on uh, LinkedIn, I you know saw it and looked into it. And so, what had happened is this guy he he posted a picture, and the picture is. I mean, you can look it up uh, if you'd like to see it. I'll I'll link the article I'm looking at right now uh, to the description of this of this episode. So if you would like to check it out, you can see it. Um, but he posted a picture of himself and in the picture, he's, he's sitting down, he is looking straight into the camera. He's kind of got his hand, um, you know, close to his mouth, just, just up, up next to his mouth on his chin or so. And he, his eyes are bloodshot red. Uh, and you can tell that he has been crying or is crying. Uh, there's tears on the side of his face. There's, you know, his, his eyes are, are red. He just... Looks like he's not having a good time, <laughs> to put it lightly. And so uh, he posts this picture on on his uh, on his page, and the accompanying caption goes as also. I'm, I'm recording really close to my uh, door on my apartment, and there's some noise outside, so I apologize if you can hear that. But uh, just bear with me. But anyways, he posts this picture. And this is the caption that goes along with it. It says, this will be the most vulnerable thing I'll ever share. I've gone back and forth whether to post this or not. We just had to lay off a few of our employees. I've seen a lot of layoffs over the last few weeks on LinkedIn. Most of those are due to the economy or whatever other reason. Ours? My fault. I made a decision in February and stuck with that decision for far too long. Now, I know my team will say that we made that decision together, but I am the one that led into it. And because of those failings, I had to do today the toughest thing I've ever had to do. We've always been a people-first business, and we always will be. Days like today, I wish I was a business owner that was only money-driven and didn't care about who he hurt along the way, but I'm not. And that is the accompanying uh, caption to the photo of him crying. And so, like I said, I'll, uh, link this article in the, in the, um, in the description for this episode. Um, actually also one thing of note. So I remember looking at this online when it first came out and just out of curiosity, I've been looking this guy up to see if I can find him on LinkedIn still. And I don't know, I can't seem to find him. Um, that's that's the crazy thing. I don't know if if he maybe deleted his account or um, I don't know, but I can't seem to find him on LinkedIn anymore. I know that he posted a follow-up post after this one to kind of elaborate some more on it, but nevertheless, this was the original post that uh, kind of took LinkedIn and, and other parts of the internet by storm. And so naturally, uh, I mean, there have been a lot of, as he mentioned in this post, there have been a lot of layoffs as of lately, specifically, you know, in the tech sector uh, and kind of in the online services sector. There have been a lot of, of layoffs as of late. Uh, I know companies like Snapchat uh, have been have laid off large portions of their uh, of their of their employee base. I know a lot of like online crypto current, uh, crypto companies have uh, laid off a lot of different employees and. That's, uh, there's a lot of different reasons for that, uh, but that's just been the landscape of things right now. And so, um, there were a lot of very passionate responses to this post, to put it lightly. Um, a lot of individuals were really tearing into this guy, uh, just based on the optics of this. Uh, I'm not going to read, you know, all the responses to you right now, but I would say there was like an 80, 20 mix of. 80% of people were very much not happy with this post Um, and about 20% or so were trying to be empathetic towards this guy or, or even supportive of this guy. And again, let me, you know, remind everyone like this guy, I'm not here to like demonize him or to tear him down. I want to more show an example of what I think would have been a better response uh, in the future for any individuals that are listening to this uh, or anyone that may find themselves in a similar situation, because the reality is I'm not a CEO of a business right now. Uh, I don't know if I ever will be, that's not necessarily a goal I'm shooting for, but you know, things can change in the future, I suppose. And we live in a world where, uh, layoffs happen sometime. Uh, you know, it's, it's a part of the world we live in for better or for worse. It's a part of the, uh, economy that we live in and just the way things are structured. It's a thing that happens and it's never a fun thing. Uh, 99% of the time it is not something that really anybody wants to have to go through. And so part of me is very glad to see at least on the surface that this guy who is the CEO of a company, uh, I'm assuming a, a company that's been growing a lot and, um, he is very, he seems to be very upset about the fact that he had to let people off. Now, I don't know how many people he he laid off uh, or really any of the details of how they were laid off necessarily. But the fact that he at least seems uh, like he is, it, it's, it's taking, it's not, it's not an easy thing for him to do uh, is I think a good thing. I think that's a good model to emulate in the sense that, No one wants to be laid off, but no one wants to be laid off, uh, by an individual who seems cold or who seems like they really don't care about the impact of you being laid off. So I think in that aspect, it's at least from what I can tell, I mean, it seems like this is a, I'm glad that his response was to, uh, try to be empathetic towards those that he laid off. However, (laughs) um, this is where things get a little bit more uh, where I get a little bit more critical of this guy because that's not where it stopped. That's not where the buck stopped with this guy. It would be one thing if these individuals were laid off, if they were removed of their duties and um, you know, you go through the process of doing that and this guy, he is, he's emotionally impacted by it. He understands the gravity of the situation of what he has of the fact that he has just, you know, thrown people's lives into a, Uh, Into a bit of chaos and yeah, I mean that's I think that's fair if he gets a little emotionally upset about that because no one wants to do that And I think it would have been one thing if he you know confided in his close friends and family and said hey guys I'm really just I'm really down by the fact that I Was put in a position where I had to do this Uh, You know even more so that it was due to my uh, From what he told us it was due to his own actions And so that would have been one thing However, to make it this grand, to make it this grand spectacle on social media, to post it the way that he did, to, to say that, uh, you know, he wishes that he was a business owner that was only money driven and didn't care about who he hurt along the way. It, it comes off very unsympathetic of the individuals you just fired, uh, you know, it, it reminds me in a similar way of if you've ever heard stories of individuals who um, maybe they've worked for a company for, you know, a decade or a couple decades even. Maybe they've worked for a company for a while and, you know, that's not always a super common thing, especially nowadays. Like that's not a super common thing. A lot of people will, will jump from job to job and. Uh, you know, the value to a company of an individual who's willing to stick it out through the long haul and work alongside this company for potentially decades really cannot be overstated. Um, and it, it kind of reminds me of when these things happen, you know, maybe on their, their 15th or 20 year anniversary with this company as a, as a thank you, the company who they've been working for all these years and have been, um, you know, sacrificing their time, uh, has been providing surplus value for all these years. When, when that company in exchange for that just gets them like, uh, you know, a 15th or 20th anniversary pin, you know, uh, or, or gives them like, um, like a, a a backpack, you know, just something special to commemorate that it's, it's not that it's a bad thing to show the human side of this, to show that, Hey, we appreciate you or Hey, that, you know, in this CEO's case to say, Hey, I'm, I feel terrible that I had to do this, but it's another thing to not really display that emotion in the right way. And, you know, in this, in the case of the CEO with this post, never once did he say due to the fact that i've had to lay these people off i feel terrible and so what i'm going to do is is directly link these people on this post and share them with it with other companies that would be uh, a great fit for these individuals he never said hey if you're looking for someone who is uh, just a great bookkeeper or hey if you're looking for someone who is just the the cream of the crop when it comes when it comes to uh, online marketing this is the individual you're looking for that would have been in my eyes a a, a much better response um, because again like I said it's not a bad thing to say wow i've been I've been put in this situation where I have to let these people off and I feel terrible about it because I know that laying these people off is going to impact their lives directly in a likely negative way um, that's one thing but you have to understand that, as the CEO of this company, you are going to be looked upon by everyone in the company, especially when you post something like this. And it, it just comes off very, very self-centered when you do this. And again, I don't know, maybe this guy maybe this guy did not intend for it to come off this way. I know that in a follow-up post, uh, he he mentioned something along the lines of, hey I'm the I'm the crying CEO I'm the one that posted this thing uh, it was not my intent to make it about me it was not my intent to make it look like I only care about myself and maybe that's the truth maybe he didn't mean to I know that at times I've done and said things that come off uh, in a way that is is not um, is not an, it was not indicative of my true thoughts and feelings it's not indicative of Uh, how I feel about the situation as a whole. But nevertheless, sometimes I put my foot in my mouth and I say things that I shouldn't. I do things that I shouldn't. And I I just look like a kind of like a fool uh, in that sense. And so I understand how we as individuals can do and say things that are not indicative of our true thoughts and feelings. And that's part of being human. I'm not going to tear this guy down because of that. Nevertheless, you have to understand when you are the metaphorical captain of this ship, when you are the CEO of this company, when you have all the eyes on you and you are at the top of this, uh, so to speak food chain and all of your actions impact those below you, you have to understand, you have to really be on, you know, uh, have your, your eyes dotted and your T's crossed, uh, to put it, to put it lightly. And so. Again, I don't want to you know lambast this guy too much. I don't want to just t- dig into him because there's enough of that online and, and I, I don't think it would be appropriate for me to just sit here and be like, wow, this guy is terrible. Look at all these terrible things he's done. He shouldn't have done this. How could he do this? Because one, I'm, I've made my fair share of mistakes as well. I'm not perfect. And so I understand how things can happen and how uh, we can do things we don't mean to. But I think this could be a great learning lesson for anyone who's in this situation in the future, because the reality is, you know, there are going to be more layoffs happen in the future. There are going to be more CEOs that are faced with the decision of laying individuals off. There's going to be more CEOs faced with the decision of dealing a cataclysmic blow to people's lives, especially in a time like right now. I mean, I know it's been said a, a hundred times over, but, uh, Life is expensive. There are things that get in the way. Life is difficult. Um, it's losing your job in a time like right now, really losing your job anytime is, is never an easy thing to go through. But especially right now when things are expensive, when life can be difficult, um, you know, and these people that were, that were laid off, they could have had families. They could have had individuals that, that they were caring for that having this income and this job would have really uh, would have really helped them. But nevertheless, at the end of the day, this guy has to understand that, one, he still has his job. He has to understand that even though he's doing something that he doesn't enjoy, he cannot make this about himself. He still has his job. He is likely still getting uh, compensated well. He still has the security of being the CEO of this company. And so with that, he has to understand that he cannot just walk around like... uh, like it's all about him. And again, he may not have meant for it to look like that, but nevertheless, that's the outcome that has happened. That's what it it looks like. So that, that's why I say first and foremost, if you're ever in a situation like this, you have to understand that it's not just, you. Ha- you cannot make it just about you. You have to understand that in a situation like this, where you still come out on top, I hate to put it that way, but When you still have your job and others do not, when you still come out in the win column and others do not, do not make it about the fact that you won or that you're still on top. Try to be as empathetic as you can to those that were dealt a loss or uh, were not given the the hand that you were given. I think that's important, especially as a CEO of a company, because uh, everything that you do, is indicative of the company as a whole and this is gonna this likely i would imagine is going to have a ripple effect on the people that are still working for this individual i would imagine um so first and foremost understand it's 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 not about yourself whenever you are put in the position where you are on top and others are not but secondly, as I kind of mentioned earlier, I think something he could have done and should have done, and I'm and I'm really surprised he didn't initially, whenever he posted this, because it is on LinkedIn. Is with it being LinkedIn, there are people. I will see people all the time say, you know, hey, one of my friends has recently, you know, lost their job, or they've recently come on hard times, or this or that thing has happened to them, you know, and they're they're looking for new employment. Uh, if you're looking for this person, or if you're looking for a person to fill this role, they're the person for you. They're the one that you're looking for and you would, they would be a great fit. I've seen people do that all the time on LinkedIn. And I think that's a great part of LinkedIn because people on here really do have wide reaching, um, wide reaching impacts. And that is the, that can be one of the benefits of LinkedIn, I would imagine this guy does as well. I would imagine this guy, I mean, he's the CEO of a company. People obviously were drawn to his post. I would imagine that he has a wide ranging reach, but nevertheless, he, you know, he could have taken this opportunity to say he, you know, I I would have probably advised to not post the picture of him crying. Uh, But he could have said something along the lines of, I've recently had to make the difficult decision to let some people go However, I don't want to allow this time of trouble and this time of grief for these individuals to, uh, not have any silver lining to it. So, uh, if you are looking for someone who is a, uh, a fantastic office manager or someone who is a great client relations manager, whatever, um, if you're looking for someone in these positions, Reach out to, you know, person A or person B or let, you know, this person know because I would, even though we had to let them go, I don't want to leave them without a job when I have the re- these resources uh, available to me. I think that would have been a, honestly, I think that would have been a fantastic post, a fantastic way to deal with this issue because... Like I said, as a CEO, you're going to have to deal with things like this. Letting people off is never an easy thing or a fun thing to do. It's not something that I imagine really anyone that... I, I've never had to lay anyone off, and I'm not a, I'm not a CEO. I don't, I'm not in that position right now. But I would imagine anyone that's had to do that, it's never an easy thing to do. And so if you can allow it to be a, yes, a difficult decision for everyone involved, but also a way to... Uh, allow the individuals or to put the individuals that you've had to lay off in a better position. I don't see why you wouldn't do that because when you lay someone off, especially in an environment like we're in right now, it's not like you're just, um, you know, you know, think about it this way. football season just recently started um, and you know, during games, teams will oftentimes have penalties given to them where they'll have to lose maybe five or ten yards on a play. And that's never a good thing. But typically, those penalties are not things that um, are going to, they're, they're typically not going to make or break a team. They're, they're not a good thing, but they're things that can be overcome and they can be uh, turned into positives if you're able to overcome them. That would, that is not what happened. That equivalent is not what happened here in this situation. And I think that should be the way that the, C, the CEO and maybe any further, any future CEOs should look at this is, yes, you're having to do a bad thing. You're having to throw a penalty on this play. You're having to knock these people back five or 10 yards simply due to the fact that uh, whether you've made a mistake in the company or whether you don't have the funds to keep them around, whatever it is, th- things like this have to happen at times. However, you as the CEO, you as the individual who is making these decisions, you have the opportunity to look at these individuals and say, even though we've had to do this, make this difficult decision, even though we have had to put you in a position that is not great, it's not fun, it's not favorable, we want to do what we can. We want to do what we can to make this better. We want to do what we can to try and give you a soft landing as much as we can. We we want to try and give you a safety net if we can. And you know, it's it's never going to be perfect. It's not like it, it's all. It's not going to be a perfect, uh, you know, regrouping for this individual every single time. But I think that is the very least you can do as a CEO, I th- or as someone who is in a. Uh, a position of prominence is doing what you can to make right a wrong and I don't want to say a wrong like this because it's laying people off is a is a sad inevitability of the system we live in, but trying to make uh make a difficult situation easier, I think this is a great way to do that. Um and so that would be my my biggest piece of advice is trying to understand the position that you're in. Understand that Um, even if you're not a CEO right now, or even if you, you know, whatever, understand that whenever you're in a situation where others below you may be being set back, whether it's due to your doing or not, um, understand that it would be best for us to try and make these difficult situations easier for everybody involved because, Um, even though it may not be you right now that's having to deal with this difficult situation, it could very well be you in the future. Um, so that would be my second piece of advice is for this guy is, is to try and help these people find new employment, help these people land on their feet, even though you're having to make the difficult decision to let them go. And finally, um, The last thing I'll say is I know that this guy said in a follow-up post that he didn't want to make this about himself and maybe he truly didn't mean for it to. We will never know. Um, Some people have speculated whether he meant for it to or whether he truly didn't mean for it to. I'm not here to do that. But what I am here to do is is to say, hey, if you don't want it to seem like it's about you, uh, if you don't want to make this decision about you, then don't talk about yourself as much as you can. Uh, don't post a self, a picture of you crying. Don't post, uh, you know, the fact that you, you wish that you were a business owner who is only, uh, driven by the money because this comes off. It comes off very self-centered. It comes off as an individual who is trying to make this difficult time, a sort of humble brag about them, you know, uh, It, it, it shows that it makes people believe that even though you are saying you don't want this to be about yourself, even though you are saying that you wish you didn't have to do this, it makes people believe who are on the outside looking in and understandably so that you really don't believe what you say. And again, we'll never know what was in, what was going through this guy's head. We'll never know his thought process, what he was thinking. We'll never know that. Um, but what we do know is that this guy who again, I imagine he's a good guy. I imagine that he meant well and I hope that he's been able to learn through this situation. The only thing we do know is what he was, what he shared with us. Um, and what he shared with us was a post that did not come off as an individual who is really truly concerned about the individuals he just let go, but rather an individual, it makes it seem as if he is an individual who, um, is wanting to revel in the fact that he is this benevolent CEO who is just extending an olive branch and is just filled with emotion and is just like you and me. Um, That may be the case, but it doesn't seem to be that it comes off very, it comes off very uh, self-centered in my mind. And so um, that would be, those are the three things I would say, you know, as a, as a way to make things like this in the future better, because again, there are going to be layoffs in the future. There are going to be CEOs and and individuals that are in upper level management of companies that are going to have to, um, make these difficult decisions. Um, but at the end of the day, you have to understand that as the individual who is still coming out on top, as the individual who is still going to have their job, As the individual who is going to um, still be in a position of prominence and of comfort and of uh, safety. You have to do whatever you can to not make it about yourself, but rather to uh, deflect from yourself and at the very least try to help the individuals who you've just laid off uh, land on their feet. Do whatever you can to help them. Uh, find a a position where they can thrive, where they can uh, learn from this experience, where they can uh, take this time where they were dealt a a tough hand and make the most of it. Because we're not promised an easy life. We're not promised uh, employment for forever. We're not promised a life of safety and security all the time, 24-7. It would be naive to believe that. However, it's going to be tougher if we do it alone. It's going to be tougher if we make it about only ourselves and if we're only ever self-centered. Um, and that is kind of the the main takeaway from this, I believe, is that when we live in a way where it's all about ourselves, all about our own personal image, it's all about how we look and how people perceive us, um, that's going to be a tough a tough world to live in. Uh, and I hope that, you know, again, I, I, I believe that this guy, the CEO is a, is a good guy. I believe that he's an individual who I hope he meant well. And I hope that he has helped, he's learned from the situation, but doing these things where it comes off very, uh, self-centered and one dimensional and, one-dimensional and uh, narrowly focused on ourselves. That is where the trouble comes in my mind. So, um, I think that's all I've got for today. Uh, I I just been wanting to talk about this. This has been something that has been on my mind lately uh, just because there've been a lot of layoffs. Uh, It's been something that's been talked about a lot. And uh, I think it's something that whether you are, you know, someone that's in a similar situation like uh, this CEO, or maybe you are, have just been laid off from maybe you haven't, whatever, wherever you find yourself right now. um, I think this is something that we can all learn from and take something away from. So um, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I want to thank you for, uh, if you've made it this far in the episode, I want to thank you for listening. Um, if you would like to follow up, uh, on any other episodes of the podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. I would love if you were able to listen and check out any of the other episodes. Uh, if you'd like to follow me on any of my social medias, if you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, I will put that link in the description and you feel free to get in contact with me. Uh, however you like, you can follow me on Instagram, follow the podcast on Instagram, Um, and if you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy the podcast, then don't hesitate to leave a review, uh, on whatever you, whatever platform you listen to the podcast. Uh, it it really does make a big difference. It's a great way to, uh, give me your feedback on if you're enjoying the podcast. Um, and it it really does help the podcast overall stay relevant. Uh, and, and just, it continues to support the podcast, the show, uh, and helps me to bring more content and hopefully better content in the future. So, uh, those, uh, uh, the link to this article that I've been looking at will be uh, mentioned in the description. So if you'd like to check it out, it's there. Uh, if you'd like to, as I mentioned, if you'd like to follow along with me on social media or anywhere with the podcast, that'll be down there. Uh, and yeah, again, don't hesitate to leave a review if you enjoyed, uh, and don't hesitate to follow the podcast while you're at it. But, with all that out of the way, thank you again for watch, for listening. <laughs> Almost said watching. Thank you again for listening. Thank you uh, for supporting the show. It really means a lot. Um, and I hope that you'll tune in to the next episode of the podcast. See ya.